Welcome to the Welsh Music Prize Conversations, where each nominated band or artist from the 2020 shortlist will delve into a chat about their body of work. You can hear all 15 conversations through AM, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Croeso mawr i sgyrsia gwobr gerddoriaeth Gymreig, ble bydd pob un band ac artist sydd ar y rhestr fer 2020 yn cael sgwrs am ei gwaith. Mae modd gwrando'r bob un o'r sgyrsiau yma trwy am, Spotify neu Apple Podcasts. So sit back and enjoy this chat between Andy Votal and Don Leisure about his nominated album, Steel Zakuski. Gobeithio'n o'ch chi fy'n hair sgwrs yma rhwng Andy Votal a Don Leisure am i album Steel Zakuski. This podcast may contain strong language. Gall y podcast hwn gynnwys iaith gref. Steel, steel Zakuski or Steel Zawoski or Steel Zawalski or z- what is it? What is it, Don? Steel Zakuski. Zakuski. Zakuski, right? <laughs> yeah, Zakuski. I don't even know myself. It, it, it's a snacks, isn't it? It's like a Russian type of snacks. Right, you know the the Polish film director Zawowski. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I always thought. Oh, whenever I see that word, I see Zawowski, Steel Zawowski. Put, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zakuski. What are they like? It's confectionery. No, it's like little, um, like thinking like a meze, like a meze platter type of vibe, where you get like all different little bits, like right. it's that kind of thing. Right, you've been stealing them, yeah. Yeah, oh stealing yeah. Stealing the treats. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> so, have you bought any? Um, have you ever found any Russian records in? Um, hang on. So basically, this is like the. Um, halal halal cool J tapes, that, uh, but like a, a Russian, a Russian version. You've been digging Russian records to make these beats. Yeah, that's yeah, that's about pretty much it. Yeah, like uh, right. just I like doing things on a theme. Right. Whereas uh, you know, t- pooling a certain uh, you know, using a certain pool of records. Right. And, um, yeah, so this one is all Soviet records, Melodia records. Right. Uh, all that kind of stuff, yeah. Nice. So Melodia being the Soviet state-owned label through the 50s to the... I don't know. I, get, I don't know if Melodia still exists. I mean, I've Pos- tried to... Possibly do... does. It's like a state... I don't know. You know more about this stuff than me, man. That's why I'm glad I'm talking to you about it. Well, yeah, I'm I always gonna, thought I'm, it was I'm like... Gonna, a... I'm going to learn something today. <laughs> I always thought it was like a Russian, a Russian thing, you know, like a Russian... Mixtape that you've done, but it's it's much more than that, isn't it? Because it's it's like ex-communist countries, really, isn't it? Yeah, I guess because I think I think I recognised a couple of like Polish bits or a Czech bit in there or something. Yeah, but, it's all that yeah. kind of stuff. And I know through you that like people are quite sensitive about being like chucked in with like other nations, sort of. Oh you know, God, I've made some know. I've made some bad mistakes in the past. Yeah, playing Russian records in in in. Uh, Polish clubs and getting bouncers ready to chuck me out. Mind you, I've, I, I did it with uh, playing. Tur- I played a load of Turkish records in an Armenian restaurant with uh, cook chemist once, and the bouncers said they were going to kill us. Yeah, see. So, so yeah, you have, it's not. It's not just a case of looking for the perfect beat. It's real out there. It's avoiding avoiding the perfect punch. So what are you drink? What are you drinking at the moment? You back on the back on the flavored rum, or are you doing the beer? A little spice rum here and there, but now it's winter. But today, just on the mango beer. Right. <laughs> Good. I'm not a hardcore beer drinker by any stretch of the imagination, but <laughs> I like the ones which taste like half juice, half beer. Tastes you know like something mean? else. Some people, yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of people like hardcore sort of like hops. People who know about like what hops, different hopses are, and all that kind of stuff. I've got a clue. Like people who know, if you know, if you know about hops, then you probably won't like my taste of beer. Right. But. Okay then. Right. Well, you got some good. I'm a... I know fruit. I like tropical things, like I like tropical flavors, so I, I like I like tropical beers. Just like, like your so. records, mate. It's the same thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah, exotic. I like exotic flavors. When I first started coming to Wales to DJ with Griff Reese and 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 such like, we yeah, yeah. could only drink brains. Just brains, yeah. It's <laughs> you know? loads now. And now now you've got like. Now you've got tiny, tiny rebel. Tiny rebel seems to be doing it. Yeah, you love tiny rebel. Doing we need to do. It, a, we need to do an event with tiny rebel. Me, you, and Griff like playing then. Yeah. Well, we tried to do we that tried one. Tried to do right? it, yeah, but yeah. things kind of just yeah. went a bit mad. But, um, <laughs> so, are you? F- I was digging in Cardiff at the moment. It's all right. There's like some record stores who are about, and um, 
weirdly, I've just been, someone gave me a tip that is someone selling, uh, he's got an online record store, but he's selling like Russian records and he's got like all these Soviet funk, jazz funk records and stuff from the 70s and 80s. Right. And uh, he's an eBay seller. All right, okay. So I need to, I need to, yeah. Right, and he's, yeah, he's based like down there. T- five minutes from my house, according to, like, you know, he just lives like five minutes from my house, so I need to go and see him. So there's little, you, you get like weird little pockets like that where like, you'll just come across some weird sort of... Yeah. There's like a guy, there's a guy who's got, who bought like an unreal Bollywood collection. Right. It's like unreal. Everything's mint condition, everything, all the all the big ones, all, all everything you'd want. Right. He just had them, he's selling them on eBay and he just lives like down the road. It's what you want, straight on your doorstep, innit? Yeah. There used to be that good shop upstairs in uh in the indoor market, is that still there in the corner? That's still there. Kelly's market yeah, is still that there. That was good. I got some. I ride with Kelly's yeah. market all the time. They are my that's they are my guys, man. If you're ever in Cardiff, yeah. you want to go Kelly's market. That uh, they're the place for secondhand records. Do you know what I mean? That was a good spot for Cherry Stones. You know Godsey, right? He used to work there, isn't it? Cherry Stones. Yeah, yeah. He used to yeah when he lived in Cardiff a long, long time ago. That was like yeah, yeah. He's told me he's shown me like stuff like on a, he had we had some like crazy Instagram conversation one day where he was just like. Like yeah. showing me all these crazy records that he had found while working there or while living here and in that place and uh, yeah 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 I could do a I could do a pretty solid mix of uh, stuff I found there over the years yeah you should do yeah yeah he's like uh, you and him are like twins you know really yeah has anybody ever said that no I've only like I speak to him on uh, Instagram and we've got like real sort of like mutual connections through like Kumar and. Gaslamp Killer and all these other London people that are like and me and you as and you as well also as well but like how many sort of like hung out with him face to face yeah you no you really like yeah, each other you got love, similar mannerisms and stuff yeah yeah you, I love yeah. Cherry Stones he's the dude yeah yeah exactly no he's good he's day one definitely yeah so this is like right so. What stage did, and, you know, I'm glad it's all happened this way, but mixtape albums, or mixtapes have become albums, right? Everybody's like, you know, you can do a mixtape or a beat tape. Yeah. And it's considered an album. And, you know, people like, my daughter listens to, like, Princess Nokia and No Name and stuff like that. And I listen to the record, like, that's a beat tape, and then all of a sudden it's an album. And I guess that's... Where you're living at the moment, right? In sort of halfway between yeah, beat kinda, tape and concept album. Yeah, like I kind of do that. It's, I guess it all start. Like, it didn't all start with like Dilla Donuts, but I think that yeah. was like the because he made that album Donuts mm-hmm. when he was on Death's Door. Yeah, I think he was just like, "This is how I want it to be put out," and then that's how we got put out. And anyone who knows that album, listen to it. You will see it's like scrappy beats. Things just coming in, and you know, it's not your traditional, yeah, song format. Do you know what I mean? So, but I think that just kind of like, you know, people were just like, yeah, I think maybe as we go along with society and our diets and everything, our attention spans are like getting smaller and smaller. So, like, an album where it's like twenty two minute beats is like that fits some people these days. People are into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough. But yeah, it's just like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a tasting menu where it's just like it's a little smorgasbord, isn't it? A little smorgasbord, bro. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. a little, uh, it's a little uh, feast of amusement well, for the senses. Yeah, I mean, for years, like people were saying, like you know, the whole sort of Dilla changed my life T-shirts, and you know, yeah. his legacy through Tribe Called Quest and Slum Village. But it's dawning on me right now. I suppose one of his biggest legacies is that format, I guess, along with Madlib, who, I'm, who, who I think. You're a big Madlib fan. I always hear a lot of Madlib in what you do, and I, I'm pretty sure you, you're down with down with Quasimoto, right? I'm down with Quas, yeah, Lord yeah. Quas. Yeah, I like Ma- yeah. Madlib's uh, big inspiration. Like, yeah, gateway. He's he's like Madlib is like a gateway drug, <laughs> right? Where right. like if you are a sample spotter and you're into Madlib, then all of a sudden you will like go down like weird kraut rock, African stuff and. Just by like being into that guy's hip hop, you will, will just like by osmosis get into like all this weird stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? There's a few people out there like that. That's what I like about him. Right. Good. Broad, broad. Uh, he'll he'll just 
go for anything. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I like. Yeah. And he's a nice guy as well, right? Yeah, I've met him a few yeah. times. Yeah. I know you met him. So you took him to Cloudwater, didn't you? In, you took yep. him on a beer run? A beer bin? Like a... Took him to, yeah, took him to Thingy, actually. Uh, Indie Man Festival, which was just, it was just that day that he arrived. British bi- binge was drinking. Like the biggest Br- binge festival. drinking with Madeline. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's IPAs, dippers, porters, stouts, everything. Binge drinking with Madlib, yeah, it was unbelievable. Goes, and like, not one person in there recognised him, which was great. So it goes for the into the beers, yeah, into the British beers. Yeah, but in the thingy, him and Egon now instead of bringing bringing um, record bags over or even clothes for that matter, they just have custom built suitcases with wine in, don't they? Mm. So they're sort of like the the wine connoisseurs now. So not in a sadder X sort of way, like genuine wine connoisseurs. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah, but it's um, yeah, I guess that format was just—it's not just Dilla. It's kind of like all these sort of like LA producers. You'd make a collection of these like sketches and beats and ideas, and some things are more like finished than others. Yeah, and like it would, it would just get passed around, and then you'd find yourself listening to that, and then people just started releasing that as a format. Yeah, and. uh Sometimes the beats end up doing other things where like rappers will, you know, get on something or whatever, but yeah, it's a cool cool format. Have you ever have you produced any any rap records? Uh little things here and there. We did like some stuff on uh first word with uh Tyler from Children of Zeus from right. Manchester, yeah, the Manchester yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. And um this guy in New York called him uh, Mussolini. Right. Uh, up and coming New York rapper. Right, stuff like that, but it's a it's a pretty treacherous world working with uh, rappers. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just it's pretty mad, but it's something I do wanna. I've always wanted to do in that. No, no, I'm got, I'm heading, I'm I'm heading no, back no, down that road. No, older I get, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah just you cool. got it. Yeah, you got to be when you're pushing fifty. I think it's the right time to get back into it, really. Yeah, for sure. Age is <laughs> it's just you know that's when you're at your best. Now or it? never. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Yeah. You know what I mean, like James Brown made music all the way till the end. Like you know, I mean, people just age is nothing. It means nothing. Have you been have you been buying many Melodia or Eastern European records in Cardiff then? No, no, no. I don't think I've got a single one in Cardiff. Have you not? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't find a single one in Cardiff. Wow, Hugh, Hugh, uh, you know Hugh Evans, H. Hawkline? Uh, I know H. Hawkline is a, it's like a... Uh, group right or something yeah yeah well it's yeah 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 he found yeah, a bunch yeah. of a bunch of good russian records in 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 cardiff yeah uh, uh kelly's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and he, he needle he needle drops them and he went through them. he said there's nothing on them at all and i just said i'll have them off you and then right before his eyes i just dropped each one and there was like a beat on every record <laughs> no way what were they oh, after he'd given them, after he'd given them me yeah, they're all, they're all good melodic things. I don't know. I think they were like Estonian and like. Um, well, well, well. May, may, maybe one by Ariel and Apollo and all these. A things. bunch of mine but, I yeah, got in yeah, Estonia. Yeah. Uh, like the kind, of st- the kind of stack of records I used for this thing was like uh, over the last sort of like eight nine years, just like collecting them. Record fairs. Yeah. There, there was a, a lady who would sell. Really amazing records at Bristol Record Fair. All oh, right, yeah. She'd always she she'd always have them. She'd always have this like Hungarian stuff, like right, Hungarian yeah. stuff. Papitas. She'd have all the Papitas stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I'll get some from her. Uh, do you know that guy? Do you know that geezer in Istanbul? Typhoon. Mm, nah. He uh, he he runs to form. You know to form. Yeah, right, right, okay, uh, the yeah, shop yeah, to form. Yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. When I went digging for uh, Turkish records for the Halal Cool J project. Yeah. When I was in his store, he had, like, three, like, fucking massive crates of, like, Melodia Soviet stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got some from him, and uh, digging in Estonia, I've done, like, two or three, two shows in Estonia, so both times going over there, I got to, like, pick some stuff up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just that kind of stuff, you know, just, like... No, it's great. Yeah, Nomadic, yeah. Well, yeah. it's great. I mean, you know, like as you know, like in Poland, you can find you can always find like you know the melodious stuff. You've got the Polski Nagrania stuff from Poland, Qualiton and yeah. Peter and Start from Hungary, and then Superfon 
the Czech stuff as well, and they're all, you know, they're all together. Was it Balkatron from Bulgaria? Is that right? RTB. I don't yeah, know about yeah, that the, stuff. Yeah. You need to put me yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you need, yeah, yeah. I like Hungarian stuff though. I haven't got a whole lot of it, but what I've got is like really well, cool. Hungarian man, stuff. They were they, they always had the the close mic to drum kits. That's the thing with the, and they always had the synths as well. That's it. So if you look at the the Polish stuff, they've always got the really raw drums, and it's usually one mic, you know, and it's all like you know just a real trashy sort of blues thing. You'll find better fuzz on Polish records and any of these European stuff. But Hungary, they, they, they were first with the glam rock, first with the disco, first first with the synths. It's kind of cosmic really kind of stuff. They've got some cosmic yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like a, a Polish record that came out the same day as a Hungarian record. There's 10 years in Sonics between them, you know, so it's... So, yeah, it's like, you know, it's 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 interesting. But This is what I'm talking funny, about, man. Like... This is the deep knowledge that Andy Votel <laughs> is contained within Andy Votel's skull, man. He has the knowledge, like... Oh, God, that's why I can't remember anybody's phone number. That's why the start of this thing, like, my computer doesn't work. It's like the magnets... All the magnets are facing in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's funny, and I know you were bemused by... It, this has really been like ad- adopted this new project as an important Welsh record for this year, you know, and it's you know, and for the the it, it, it's a kind of timeless record as well in that even though it's got that mixtape thing, it's like you know you're spanning four or five decades on the music samples and putting stuff together. So I think you know I, I know when I spoke to you about it, you were bemused at how well it's been received in Wales. But for me, I think it's like a really important and quite a timely thing, given that your cultural heritage and the fact that you've thrown it out to sort of like embrace Eastern European and Soviet heritage. Yeah, yeah. And then people are calling it a really important Welsh record. So straight away, it's like, you know, it's a record of our times or our, our children's times. I know, I know you became... A father recently as well. Holy moly! And it's yeah. like this, 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 this is this is a it must be, if nothing else, one of the most progressive records or mixtapes or you know, does an album even exist in this day and age to come out of, of, of this time? It's quite timely, right? Especially twenty twenty. You know, we've had all these restraints on 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 you know artistic and cultural endeavors. Yeah. Um. You know, would you agree? Does does that sound about right to you? Yeah, I'm down with that. That's cool. But it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just don't ever think of like music as having any sort of like boundaries and stuff. So like, the year of something I'm sampling or like the style or anything, it's just like whatever's clever, man, or whatever goes. So I guess that approach yeah. is good with it and. But yeah, it is. Now that, you've, now that you've said that, that like my cultural heritage and it's like Russian stuff, and it's like that's why I was like, why is why is this like getting like you know attention from this like Welsh prizes and stuff? Because it's like all well, Russian stuff. Like, what the hell is that got to do with Wales? <laughs> it's like I guess because I made it in uh, I made it in a uh, in Wales, and I'm Welsh. I was born in Wales. I've lived here. You know, I'm a Welsh guy. So, so that's what's cool. your what's your cultural mix then? My cultural mix, like my. I've not done like um, I haven't done a DNA thing, but I'm, I would be surprised. It, I've got to be in the high ninety percentage for like Indian because like my parents are both East African uh, Indian. Right. Their parents right. are like the same thing, East Africa, but then it goes to India, Gujarat, and then it's just right. Gujarati male, female, all the way like up to the top. Like so, there's like nothing. There's nothing else. Only in my generation, it's like people are marrying like white women and stuff, like you know what I mean. So it's like only now it's mixing up. Jesus. Yeah, like this. Wow. No one... It's like a. It is. It, it's, <laughs> some, it's a smorgasbord from start to finish, right? Yeah. So it's a it's a mad one. <laughs> Indian, Indian, Kenyan, Welsh. Have you been digging in India? I've never been to India in my life. I really, really need to go. Have you not? No. I think I, I think if I would go there, I'll just break down in tears and shit. There's like some. Uh, I was supposed to because the condition of because of the bad condition of the uh, uh, Bollywood forty five. Yeah, I would just be like, how have you not kept this? You know what I mean? This is the Burning Train album. How have you not kept this in a sleeve for all these years? Um, no, uh, I don't know. I think I would just be overwhelmed to see like so many in like people that look like me or like people like Indian people all in one place. Like, do you know what I mean? It'd be like shit. This is like where we're all from. If, you if might be mess. related to the Shah. You might be related to the Shah brothers who own that massive warehouse in Bombay, or is it mo- known also known as Mumbai? 
by today's standards. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you never know. You never know. I could be related to them. They'll, they'll did, welcome did, me home. They might be there waiting for me in the airport. Welcome home, son. Yeah, they might. Welcome yeah. home, son, yeah, son of been India. Saved, we've been waiting for you. We've been, we've been saving all these <laughs> Bollywood horror photos oh for my you. Oh, because Because we've been, cause Andy Votel has been trying to get them from us for 20 years, and now we've just saved them for you all this time. You've got an inroad, mate. I do. I have a lot of Indian records, but I've never been to India. They're all just from, like, my uncles. And... Um, and from like my own sort of like digging, digging like you know digging exploits, but yeah, there's like a shit ton of records in uh, Indian records in my family, but it's kind of like ninety percent classical stuff, ten percent Bollywood funk influence soundtracks. So it's right. it's, it's kind of more more on the more on the guzzles that kind of stuff. What's they were, gu- they were like guzzles and all, you know, guzzle records and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, what, yeah, like, my yeah, family, yeah. my uncles, they used to all, have, like, back in the day when I was a kid, I remember going to these parties, there were music parties, where, like, they'd get, like, a, a group in to play these old classical Indian records. And this isn't, like, in London and shit, not in yeah, Cardiff. Yeah. I think sometimes Cardiff also, but... And these old guys, my uncles and stuff, would drink whiskey and, like weep at these old classical guzzles being played and just like <laughs> is sit on the floor and just like weep and just be like oh my god uh, saying all this like mad stuff in Gujarati wow so like they're kind of like in the, into that kind of stuff wow I can't believe it's pronounced guzzles like I thought it was guzzles is it well, I thought it was guzzles because I used to because I, I used man. to think I might get cussed I used to think of the, the, the glasses you know the gazal glasses so gazals right but guzzles guzzles they yeah. are guzzles it's bloody guzzling whiskey listening to the guzzles at Don Lee's exactly the yeah guzzlers convention <laughs> <laughs> I would like drink like uh, th- those. These would be the days where I would like neck loads of like Fanta and like Coke and just like chase a balloon around the fucking room. Like no, the guzzlers, yeah. mate. You're the guzzler. Like, I was the guzzler. Yeah, the E number guzzler, chasing balloons around and then having a tantrum and falling asleep. Like you know what I mean? Those, those was like five, six years old. I think one thing that with this record that you've achieved above anything though, which is a very, uh, you know contemporary phenomena is one culture that you are genuinely and openly protecting and preserving is sampling culture as yeah. well you know and it's such a it's such a, it's become such a malign thing in that you know record labels and managers have tried to kill it for the last 10 15 years they have, yeah, they nobody have. nobody wants a an artist or a band who's sampling and you know you you you're wearing it on your sleeve and as an art form and it's and it is an endangered species as a result yeah and you know you're doing it and you know there should be more of it you know there should be more people celebrating and protecting this culture yeah because a lot of people like let's let's be real it's like a lot of people are not even making that much money from their music do you know what I mean so it's like exactly if we're some of these old guys some old like you know some Vietnamese sample some Vietnamese record you make like no money on it but still loads of people enjoy it then like yeah what the, you know it's like what's the problem like do you know what I mean so yeah it's only if you start making yeah. like mega money on it then it becomes a problem but, no no um, exactly yeah well you know the money that you're getting off you know the the most celebrated streaming sites is more of an insult than, than anything else and yeah. it's like you know you, mixtape culture has had to take a, a fall in in you know, in light or in in the words of, um, you know, copyright pretension. And basically people, major labels, labels in, you know, countries with different legal climates have put the mockers on everything and it needs to be liberated and celebrated. Yeah. And, and people like you that, that are doing it with such a multicultural vision, you know, it's important that it has to carry on for the next generation. Yeah, I love sampling, man. It's like uh, definitely... Just, I just like chopping stuff up and putting it back together in like a different way, or like reimagining something, and like, yeah, you know, there's like software now you can take something that's like super fast and like make it sound like good, at like a much much slower tempo or vice versa. Yeah. So you can really like create like new things. Like some of these, some of the samples on there, if you heard like the original thing, you'd be like, it sound like nothing like what it sounds on there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's just ever since like 
I would listen to like when I was in what was it year six I think yeah I was in year six I bought my first album Cypress Cypress Hill right Black Sunday yep and they had like there's a track on there hits from the bong yep and one day I'm in the car with my mum and she's playing Dusty Springfield yep. and she plays the uh, preacher son man a, son of a preacher man yeah son yeah. of a preacher yeah. man yeah. and I was just like what the hell it's like Cypress Hill I'd never and it was then that it was like the penny dropped like that's what that's what they're doing like do you know what I mean when I was in like year six I was like ah how the hell are they doing that oh, how is yeah. he doing that like do you know what I mean how has he done that like you know, how come the drums epiphany. sound so much bigger yeah yeah how come the drums so, sound so much bigger how have they done that <laughs> like it's like so it's ever since then like since year six I've thought of it as like you know a way to do things I've never really had that like oh it's like you know, X, Y, and Z. I've never it's thought anthro- of it like that. It's anthropology, though, right? I mean, these are like folk, these are like your folk tales. These are like folk stories now, and the way you're putting everything in a different context, you know. And it, it, um, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's, like it has to be done in a different context. It's yeah, not just yeah. like taking like a four bar, eight bar loop and like just looping it. Like you know what I mean? Unless that is taken from something that's like you're changing the context the way it's. Being appreciated, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Ch- you know what I mean? Chinese whispers. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, but well. um, yeah, I mean, you know, one thing which is probably quite striking about this this new set of music as well, though, and in a historical context, is, you know, these are records that come from a very different political and social climate, and you know, let's not avoid the elephant in the room of the legalities of sampling but you know it's like you know right about the history of especially polish pop music um you know royalties didn't exist (laughs) in them days And, 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 and after after the fall of communism all this stuff went into some big sort of, you know, void of sort of like, right, what are we going to do with all this stuff, right? This is crazy. So, um, and people were wondering for years, like, if you wanted to sample or license a piece of music from, like, Poland or Hungary or Czechoslovakia, it was a right mess. The artists weren't getting any money, you know. It was just it was just all tied up in, like, you know, politics and the state and everything. Uh and then eventually, and this is sad stories, our major labels, and one of the very big five major labels, went to Poland, to Polska Nagrania, and offered them to buy their entire catalogue. Now, given that it was a state-owned label, no one was recording for any other label. You couldn't record for another label. You could only record for the one label, Polska Nagrania. So they offered them money for their entire catalogue. And this is between the 40s and when the wall came down. So the 50 years, the history of Polish pop music. And guess how much they offered them for the entire history of Polish pop music? 50 grand. Well, (laughs) one million pound. (laughs) A million, yeah. One million for everything, right? And the same year, the Polish... what what, What happens to that million pound? It goes to one guy. Well, I don't know. It goes to the government, I guess. But the same year, right, the the Polish Tourist Board, right, licensed um, a Beatles track. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Um, hey Jude for the Polish, for, for the use for 10 years to use Hey Jude for the Polish Tourist Board. And guess how much the licensing came to? A million pounds. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> So there you go. That's it. And the same thing's happening in all them places because it wasn't policed. So now it's going to take people like you through sampling culture to liberate a lot of this music. Well, I need to, I, I, is what you're doing with I this just, record. You didn't know, I, did you? You're trying to get me nicked, actually. <laughs> you're trying to get me nicked, yeah. Well, you won't. This liberation. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I do wonder, like, sometimes yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to sample this. It sounds cool to me. I have no idea what these people are saying. It's like, could be saying yeah. some, could be saying, yeah, well, could be saying some shady shit, yeah. but it's just like yeah. I plead, you know, I plead <laughs> ignorance. It just sounded cool to me. There's some good, um, there's some good references in the title. One being to do with the, um, oh, I guess in Nickel, is it Nicholas Gogol? Maybe the guy who wrote Vi, V, Spirit of Evil. I think you've referenced that in a track, right? Yeah, it's like a. 
It's like a, it's a horror film. It's a horror film. Yeah, well, it was a famous book. It was a it was a book, horror book, and they tried to turn it into yeah. a film in like the in like nineteen sixty six or something. Uh, but the film is incredible. I've right? seen the, the film. That's what you late night when I was making yeah. this record. I was like looking for just like Soviet kind of like stuff to have on my other screen. Sometimes I do that and just have like a yeah, film yeah. on and just have right. it on mute. But like it's just something cool, just to like some mad film or some visuals to like you know feed off and i had i was stumbled on that vibe so i was, I was yeah. making that beat while i was listening to that that, that that oh wicked that weird film it's a beautiful <laughs> beautiful witch beautiful witch with a daisy chain uh headdress surf surfboarding in a coffin is that that's the one we're that's talking one, about yeah. <laughs> well i'm i i named a track over uh, called vi after the same thing 20 years ago, and Elbow were my me, were me backing band on on the on it. <laughs> so, check that Elbow out. Elbow cool band, a cool band. Warp Records, right? Did they do something Warp? don't think so, no. No, no. no. you've been checking a lot of Warp stuff out recently, yeah? Reflex and Warp, have you been diving yeah, back down yeah. that route? I stumbled, I stumbled you, you had a remix on the Warp 10... Plus three remixes, didn't you? The Warp ten year anniversary. Oh yeah, I did. I picked the. I'd, yeah, that was in the days Sorry. when I used to like pick the best. If they say which which do you want which track do you want a remix, I just pick the very very best one, and then it's what impossible year was that? to remix. So, uh, what year was that? Nineteen ninety nine. And what about the Ian Brown remix? Nineteen ninety nine. I reckon I had a good year. I had those two when I was. I must have been like in ninety nine. I was like. Uh, like in my late teens, I was like eighteen or something. Right. And I had I had bought I bought both those I bought I had both of those releases then when they came out. I saved oh, up wow. my uh, I saved up my lunch money, Andy, and I bought those. I had that. I had your stuff. It was in my nice. eardrums, like from 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 when I was an impressionable teenager. Who knew twenty twenty two years later that they'd be worth about a pound each? I know, but <laughs> who knew that 22 years later we'd be having this conversation, which is, uh, you know, priceless to me, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, you think, yeah, it'd be great. Have you considered, um, what form, have we have we got a vinyl release of... of, uh, of, of uh, it will be one, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a vinyl repress early next year, I think February. Right, nice. February. Right. February. Have, Feb. have you done a, and have you done a cassette? There's a cassette, but the cassette's all gone. Maybe they'll do another uh, possible repress of the cassette. I'm not sure, but like, they pre- they did the cassette, and they all just went on the first day, which is right. cool, but also kind of like not cool because there's like other people that want it. So right. I think uh, they may there should be more cassettes. Right. I think at some point. So what's what's next? What's the next for the um, the man of leisure? What's what's happening with the, which 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 country are we going to next? Which country are we going to Which next? zones are we traversing? No I'm, I'm trying to just like get through this like mental year, like everyone else. Yeah. Uh, haven't really thought about it, but I would like to do a Welsh one, a, 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 a all Welsh one. Yeah, it's very doable. Uh, I would, I, I would like to do that, and um, but I find it easier to get my hands on like Soviet records. And obscure Russian records than I do to get my hands on records that were like recorded about like two and a half hours from my house. Times have changed. Yeah. Times have yeah, changed. Yeah, you know, yeah. if I want that, if I want the Turkish stuff, I can get it. Yeah. But if I want Welsh stuff, I find it quite difficult to get my hands on yeah, it. Yeah, it's very. So yeah. I'd like to do it. I'd like to do it maybe in conjunction with like one of those big old Welsh labels. Yeah. Like a the, Welsh rare beat remix. Right, okay. Yeah. Kind of kind of vibe, that kind of thing. You know me number. Cool. Just don't try and get me on Zoom because I've got technical difficulties popping off left, right. Technical, <laughs> technical difficulties. But yeah, that would be that, that could be quite interesting, well, you, something like you that. You know, your average Melodia record sold like in the region of like, you know, at least 700,000 copies on its release. Where, uh, yeah. where a Welsh record? How much will I? A Welsh record probably pressed like pressed and sold less than a thousand. So yeah, really, so that's, yeah. yeah. Like so, all those like sign sign records are like a thousand press. Yeah, each. yeah. You know, maybe a trickle more, but you know, compared to like you know, say your rarest Seralta Zalatne records from Hungary. Yeah, yeah. You know, would have would have sold like seven hundred thousand on the first day because that was the pop record that was coming out that week. Yeah, yeah. And that was the one. 
you know, you were told to buy. So <laughs> yeah, you see this stuff. You see stuff like that. You see those ones kind of like they spread. You see them in like you could see them in America or where you know if you're digging in here around, you'll see like Eastern European stuff around. Yeah. But like Welsh stuff is like ah, you're never gonna see it. Yeah. Hard pressed to find it. Yeah. It's too. It's like all these like Welsh choir records. Yeah. And like stuff like that, like which you know, I'm sure they mean a lot to some people, but like it's not the sort of stuff I'm really looking for. I wonder if you can find Welsh records but, in Patagonia. Well, that'll be that. Because that's the trick. That, isn't that it? would be interesting. That, that, that's the trick. They might. Yeah. They may have taken some fairy some. They'll be warped in the sun, right? Or penguins will have been. Yeah. Yeah. Sea salt yeah. in the air would have like wrecked yeah. them. But like, yeah, it's like Endaf. I like that guy Endaf. Endaf Emlyn. Emlyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, there was like what that, that that was a wicked album. Yeah. That needs reissuing that. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Like uh I, I was I was trying to get one the other day. I was, I was gonna get it and it's all the ones that have sold are like say like forty quid, fifty quid. And like one sold on eBay for like hundreds and hundreds. I don't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. It went for like three hundred pounds. Which one? The one with the black with the black and white cover with got a sort of it's like a flat cap on or something. Nah, it's like got this like sort of psychedelic woman on the front, purple and pink. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like the, um... it's got Santiago, Santiago trackings yeah. on there. Yeah. And it's like, it's yeah, a musical, it's right? Pretty... Yeah. yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah, dope. I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'm losing. My memory's going, yeah. But, you know. I don't yeah. know, man. But, yeah. But, yeah, all Welsh, all Welsh one would be cool. I think, yeah, all Welsh one would be cool. Or probably just do something else now, I don't know. You know, like, when you're it's in like... North Wales, right? You know, like... Um, uh, I love North when, Wales. When, Shout out to North when Wales. When you go, like, digging in cob as a teenager... Cob, yeah, right? yeah. And you can... And, and you find... You, you find... Porth Madog. Like, loads and loads of Krautrock records or Japanese records or Russian records or Polish records. And you're like, how is this happening? Yeah. I, just, I could never understand why. And then, you know, like, DJs from the 60s, like Mickey Plum, like, when they were, like, the Welsh the first Welsh pop DJs, you know, when they were fervently playing Welsh language music without even, you know, it's the last thing on the mind was to play an English language record. It was like they go to the ends of the earth to not play English language music. So they'd play Welsh music and then they'd play like instrumentals like popcorn. Or, But then they're more likely to play a record by Serge Gansborg than they are a record by Tom Tom Jones being the worst example, or an English language singer, you know. So that goes some way to explaining why there's so much not English music available in North Wales or has been, you know, compared to your average record shop in London or Manchester. That's fascinating, right? That is fascinating, yeah. It's uh, how the way these records end up. It's... Uh... It is crazy. In Cobb Records, I found a record which I, I, I thought exactly that. I was just like, what, what, what the hell is this doing here? And it was like some African mm. African record. Yeah. After we played together in a... Uh, what was that? Festival, Festival number six. six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Festival number six. The, 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 the day after, I went there and I thought everything would have been plundered, but I found this like pretty rare French... French issue African uh, female album and it was like really really good it sells for like 80 90 quid and it was in there for like 4 quid yeah. 3 quid or something it was just like yeah, in with like reggae it was like reggae I think it was in the reggae section right. it was not even reggae they, they just put it in there and uh yeah, yeah, it's mad where you find stuff. Yeah, but to think there's more like it's, there would have been a time where it's more likely for that to be in there than like a you know. No jacket required by Phil Collins, you know, yeah. or any other sort of charity shop scourge record, you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that. There's a lot it's of charity nuts. shops down here. Yeah. There's a lot of that. I found loads of like Japanese stuff at um, Cobb Records one year. Went back the next year to try, think it's going to happen again, and then there was loads of like Lebanese records in there. It's just like what? Yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah, I really need to go back up there. <laughs> But everyone's a record digger now, right? It's like bloody antique dealers. Your average Arthur Daly's going in, just siphoning everything off. It's not easy. No. Especially when, you know, you try to spend your days making albums like yourself. Che found, uh, you know that 100% Pure Poison album? Yes, I do. <laughs> he found that in a charity shop in Bridgend. Nice. For, like, pennies. Excellent. And, um, Did he keep it? Yeah, a, a, 
original one yeah. in really good condition. I don't know there's how only that. an original one, right? Uh, no, there's a, there's one. The one which I have is uh, Soul Brother uh, record right, shop right, in yeah, Putney. They, yeah, yeah. they they released it in like the late nineties yeah. or something. Well, so that's yeah. the one I've got, which goes for dough anyway. Yeah. The reissue goes for dough anyway, but his one is the original one, right? And like, I think he I think he just took it to Japan right. and uh, uh, traded it. <laughs> For like store credit in some like mental record shop in Japan and got like quite a lot of store credit. Yeah. And then just filled his filled his boots with like Japanese records. Well and then brought brought those back and then probably some of those <laughs> ended up getting sold at like a record fair we did in like Cardiff. <laughs> well you know it's that they're a British band, right? Well, I thought it was American it, it was only got a Brit- Amer- I thought it was American It's uh, only got a British pressing. Is that I'm I'm sure they're I'm sure they're English. Because we I sampled the back. I thought they were Yanks. Don't th- I don't think so. But it's definitely only came out in England. But I always thought they were an English band. I'm sure they are. Mate, that's the only reason for it. But anyway, I found a copy when I was like 17, and it this is crazy. And it was hard to get then. And I got it home, and there was a, and I paid like 15 quid for it, which was a lot of money, right? And there was a chunk out of it, right? The week later, I went to a record fair just in a little church hall, local. And I found another copy, right? So I traded one to... Uh, For how much? So I traded... This is like the same price, like 10 or 8 quid or something like that. And I traded them with Gerald, you know, Jazzman. And he just said... he said, I said, like, you know, what can you give me for these? And he said, what do you want? And I just handed him my want list, which had about 10 records on. And he just says, yeah, I'll get all them for you. And just I just wiped my want list out in one go, just with 100% pure point. Pop it on a string. So that was good. Big and that tunes. was like that was well it, well thing was the tune windy sea windy sea uh, that's that, the one that was the rap tune because we sampled that I rapped on it oh yeah you sampled windy sea so, yeah, yeah yeah with a Bismarcky scratch over the top of it nice man nice nice oh, yeah. <laughs> the windy seas are, yeah. the windy seas yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that's yeah, I'm sure they're like the Floaters or uh, Samande or something. I'm sure they're like a Brit Brit funk. I thought it was. Uh, I might be wrong. American GIs who are all stationed in Germany and made a, a record in Germany. Right, and that's why it only came out. And then it came, had a European pre- yeah, and, yeah the thing. Right. and then they all went back right. to their like different places in uh-huh. America. But I could be wrong. Like, I don't, like I, the monk. Like the monks. That's why. Yeah. That's, that's why I heard mm-hmm. it. But I could be wrong. Like, I don't know. I, Right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying that's gospel right there. Yeah. Well, it's one of them. Like after trading it, I sort of pretended it didn't exist because I couldn't deal with the heartache of letting it go. But uh, yeah, but that's it. Yeah, no, that's a good one for Shay to find that though. I mean, that's got to be super rare now, anyway. Oh my god, yeah, that's it. It's just like you know, it's in Japan with a lot of the other records that everyone wants. Yeah. Yeah. After Japan, you go. Very probably. good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Japan? No, um, I need to go. That's like Japan and India. That's where I need to go, man. Yeah, you need to go to India. I've got a lot of friends in uh, Japan, so I would probably get a warm welcome there from them. But yeah, I need to get I need to get my ass over there. What's that, what, what's <coughs> happening? What's happening with Dark House Family? I'm gonna wait till my kid's a bit older, then I think the three of us will go. Oh, you're to all gonna Japan. go. Yeah. 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 I want to when she's a bit older, so she knows what, what's going on. So yeah, she'd appreciate it. Yeah, and it's probably quite mental for kids anyway to go over there. It'd be like a wonderland, wouldn't it? So yeah. Oh God, my daughter would kill to go. Another to planet, now. Yeah. Yeah, Dark House fan. We're doing a little live, the live band thing. Right. And uh, yeah, that's it really. It's like we're, we're going to figure out some new music at some point. Right. Okay. And, uh, yeah, just keep it moving. Just see what. Uh, just see what happens, isn't it? See what the future holds. I keep seeing you. I don't, know, I don't know about doing like gigs online and stuff. Like I'm not so sure about that. It's like it doesn't really like take all my fancy, to be honest. No, no. But, so we just kind of got to wait and see what's happening. But well, in the meantime, we can cook up some good stuff. I'm sure. Well, the t- the technical ditches at the end of the start of this conversation. If that's anything to go by, it's like live gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Mind you, you did all like, right. Yeah, it's me. I'm bloody l- old man. Mo- River Luddite, yeah, Luddite, Luddite, more by the by the second. <laughs> Luddite. Yeah, but, John Ludd. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, how are you making? Are you what? Where are you up to with you? Is technology a big part of 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 making albums like this one? Not really. Well, not really. No, I just got like a Mac, and I just like I use Reason software, right? We just put a turntable in front of me and record this shit in yeah. basic sort of like MIDI controllers and 
MIDI pads to chop it all out to and some keyboards, you know, basic sort of studio stuff. Right, okay. So you nothing, too, nothing too cosmic, like and some old some old boxes too, like SP four hundred four, SP six hundred six, the Roland right, okay. old Roland samplers. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll get those out and use those. So have you got an SP twelve oh. or an MPC sixty or anything like that? Nah, no. I've, I've I've never used the SP twelve. I'd love to try. Yeah. Have a go on one of those, and I've tried. The 2000 XL MPC 60. Was that the, the Q MPC 3000. Like, I've tried like four or five, four or five different ones. I can never. There's something about the workflow that I can't get into them. Right. Yeah. I can't get into the into those MPC ones. So I love the sound, and some of my favorite music ever yeah. in life has been made on them. So yeah. I'm not knocking them, but there's just something about the way my mind works that I can't. It doesn't go quickly for me. Do you, need to, the, do you need to look at the waveform? Yeah, I, I do. The waveform, and then, and then so, so like on uh, the, the Roland samplers, I just find it more intuitive with the way I work. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. It's, and then doing it on the computer, it's like even more. Uh, it just happens so fast. When you can just do it like I can just do it super quick on the computer. So I just tend to do it on the computer. Yeah. But yeah, I'm record yeah. Rec record records in through these old boxes to give it that kind of like uh, you know warm, warm fuzzy yeah. warm fuzzy sound. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Tricks of the trade. You know, little tricks of the trade there. Yeah. It's but. it's weird. The old like you know people you get these people that I could never really associate with who were like super high end on the latest technology. But now there's a new breed of per person who's like insisting on using sort of like those old drum machines or like, you know, your emulator family stuff or like your SP12 yeah. and PC. And I'm finding that a bit counterintuitive, to be honest. You know, it's just like, I love to see that. You know, I'll never forget seeing Q-Tip at the town and country, like, you know, coming on stage, feeding 90% of me as you by Gwen McRae, chopping the intro up, making a beat of it, rapping over the top of it, and then that being the start of the gig. It was the, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. But, uh, you know, I don't know if it was like, you know, I don't know what the sense of following that same thing is. It's like, you know, it's too traditional, you know, but... I don't know. It's nice. Maybe I'm just jealous because yeah. I haven't got either of those those things. But then I know people who've got them, <laughs> and they've just got them on shelves because they're never going to use them. And there's not yeah. enough sample got... time in them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There is there is that as well. Yeah. There is some some of that going on where it's just like it, this could be done. This like ten minute job could be done in like seconds over here. Yeah. But they, you've got to find a happy medium. Like I, w I went to see Lonnie Liston Smith before. What earlier today? And uh, <laughs> yeah, just about went around his house. He lives. He lives in Lanishan down the just road. Just went round for a bovril. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a few years ago when people were when people were allowed out of their houses. We went. To, I see. I saw Lonnie Liston Smith in a jazz cafe, right. and everyone loves Lonnie Liston Smith stuff with the Fender Rhodes, and he's got the phaser on there and the delay and the all Ring that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got he's got yeah. that like amazing sound. It's synonymous yeah. with him. Like you you know that's him. So there's like we're waiting for him to come on, and they've just got this like huge giant spaceship looking uh, synth. It's like a Korg a Triton, yeah. some like you know like one of them. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, when are they gonna like wheel out the Fender Rhodes for right. him? Why? When, when and he didn't, they didn't, and he come, he came out, and he played on that, and it was, it was amazing, yeah. but it did sound another like artist, weirdly like, <laughs> yeah, it sounded like weirdly like too modern, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, and uh, like too polished and that, and it was just like, what the fuck? It's just like you got some things sound better on, like some types of music sound better on, yeah, old stuff totally like, you know, well yeah new, it's like taking mean? away your russian records you know it's your voice isn't it do you know what i mean or it's like you're the turkish records yeah. it becomes your voice you know it's funny like you know you'll be there's there's times where i'll find a record and people you know like sean from demdite stare or ben or godzi you know be like oh that's your sound and it's just like how is a record made by somebody else your sound but we all have our sound and it's not even not even, yeah, you know that. we own that sound but we, we didn't make that record <laughs> I have that like I've had people say that like that's a proper like Jamal tune or whatever that's a proper like that's what well, that's your kind of yeah. shit yeah, I mean yeah, I've yeah. seen like I've definitely seen, like, it's weird seen that, like, that thing where RZA made a beat 
you know, uh, on some new drum machine for the guitar centre or something. It was, like, pretty funny, but it's like he just, like, he said, oh, Rizzerat, show us what you can do with this drum machine. It's got all the presets in and everything, and he just made this beat. And it wasn't Rizza. I mean, I've got no... I'm not going to comment on the quality of the beat, but it's like, don't take his records away. <laughs> you know, it's like, there's yeah. no point pretending, you know. I mean, you know, I've made some pretty bad music over the years, but I can guarantee that the ones where... You know, some label or some manager said, uh, "Can you try and not use any samples on this one, Andy?" And I'm just like, and they've turned out to be the worst records I've ever made. So it's, like, you know, that's why I'm I'm going. That's why I'm heading back in that rap direction any minute now. We need to team up anyway. You need to come up here, and we need to put some oh stuff together. God. We need to work on this hip hop project for sure. And I would love to just come up and just yeah. dig through all the stuff that you got up there, man. You know I mean? That would be like crazy. Yeah, we need you need to come and join the midlife crisis. It's it's go. It's in full yeah. effect. Count me in when when yeah. when all this uh, nonsense yeah. is over. I'll uh, yeah. I'll head up. Beat beats rhymes and midlife crises. Yeah, for sure. That's what we need to do. Right, well, I suppose I'm going to go down to the head to the fridge now, moonwalk to the fridge and give myself a high five in the mirror. Yeah, I'm going to make um, my ribs. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Ribs now. Lamb ribs. So what's, where are you up to with the wings? Lamb ribs. Oh, wings. Oh, dude, we got to talk about wings. I've got, like, <laughs> another time I've got, like, lockdown one in March, I went through my cupboard and just did, like, a crazy, like, inventory of, like, all the crazy stuff I've got in the back of the cupboards and stuff. Right. And I was just like, I'm going to buy, I did like a little, like, essential visit to the Halal Butcher. Right. Bought like shitload of wings. Nice. And I just came up with like five different types of wings. <laughs> we got to talk. We'll talk off mic about these wings. Keep it on mic. The thing, oh, it's like, man, you always this... say to me, like, you know, you're not the first person <laughs> to accuse me of this, but you said, oh, everything I know about craft beer, you were my inroad. So I get blamed for everyone's, Al- alcohol ponchants, especially through thingy. But the the and you remember that night, right? In uh, Brewdog. Yeah, yeah, right. What, yes, wings, yeah. wings, and uh, wings and uh, Elvis juice. What, what I taught, what I, what I allegedly taught you about beer that night. You taught me about wings. I didn't know about the drums and the flats until you were hitting me back, going, you know, I was like, all oh, right, this is the terminology now. So I'm talking to you about yeah, double yeah. dry hops and dank hops, and then you're talking about <laughs> drums. Wing, yeah, flats and there's drums. A, there's man. a musicality to all of it. For yeah, me. Yeah. Flats. Yeah, I know. it's all about flats. flats. Yeah. It's all about flats, you know the flats man. It's it? all about the flats. It's all about the tahini, soy sauce, lime juice, uh, sesame seed uh, flats. You're the chef. That's the shit. Yeah, yeah. That's the shit right there. It's the flats. That's the the flats right is the pulling it, the pull, pulling it out, right? Pulling it out the mouth all in one go. Yeah. Jerry Dammers. You can eat. You can you can you can eat it like a cartoon and just pull out like a clean. It's bowl the Jerry Dammers one between the gap in the teeth. Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, now my stomach's actually All rumbling right, now. So time for tea. Me. All right, Jamal. All right. Nice one. Right, do take care. Nice one, Andy right, Votel. Nice thank you very you. much, man. For Thank you for giving your time up, bro. I appreciate oh, God, it. Anytime, man. man. Anytime. Come up north. Uh, for sure, for sure. Speak to you later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welsh Music Prize Conversations with the 2020 shortlisted bands and artists. You can stream all 15 conversations through AM, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it or let us know through our social media channels at Welsh Music Prize. Diolch yn fawr am brando i sgyrsiau gwobr gerddoriaeth Gymreig gyda'r bands ac artistiaid o'r rhestr fer 2020. Mae modd gwrando i bob un sgwrs trwy AM, Spotify neu Apple Podcasts. Os ydych chi wedi mwynhau'r podcast yma, Gwnewch yn siŵr eu rani neu adl neu o bod trwy'n sianeli cyfryngau cymdeithasol at Welsh Music Prize.